G'day, I'm Andrew Griffiths, Australia's number one small business author, and I'm here to introduce you to the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast by the one, the only, Amanda Fisher, the cash flow queen. In this weekly podcast, Amanda's going to be talking about all things business, with a particular focus on unscrambling the numbers and understanding the cash flow in your business. So if you're ready to create more profit, reduce your stress, sit back and relax as the Cash Flow Queen helps you to start seeing through the numbers. Hello, and today I want to talk about KPIs for monitoring your bookkeeper. One of my mentoring clients asked me the question because she's got another new bookkeeper, she's had a few over a period of time, and struggled with getting everything done on time, knowing whether they're doing it right, and kind of a number of questions that I think a lot of business owners struggle with because you're not an accountant, you're not a bookkeeper, and knowing how to monitor what your bookkeeping is doing is difficult because you don't know what exactly they're doing either. So I sat back and had a good think about it and I came up with a few ideas. The first one is around the timeframes. So in this particular case, the bookkeeper is full time. So every day the bookkeeper is working in the business. And so I suggested that one of the the first KPI for monitoring is to make sure that every day the bank reconciliation is completely reconciled. There's not a single entry not dealt with. Now, if your bookkeeper works on a weekly or fortnightly basis, same logic, just that it's every week or fortnight. They need to make sure that every transaction in the bank reconciliation is cleared. So that was the first KPI. The second KPI was around the situation where the bookkeeper is doing debt collection. So is chasing up your clients or customers for payment and looking therefore at the aged receivable days. So how many days on average are your accounts unpaid? The easy way of doing that calculation is to take the total of the amount outstanding, divide it by your total revenue, total sales, your turnover, that total income line in your profit and loss statement, the total income for the year, and multiply by 365 days. And that will give you the number of days on average that it takes your clients or customers to pay your invoices. So now that you've got a starting point, you can then monitor and track as a KPI your bookkeeper or whoever it is who's doing your debt collection, how they're going with a goal to get that number down. So whatever the number is, unless you are being paid up front, in which case you don't have accounts receivable, but if you do, then the aim has got to be to pull that number down. And that's another way of monitoring how the bookkeeper is going. 
because if the days are going up, that's not a good thing. And that will be infecting, infecting, no, affecting, affecting your cash flow. So that is a key number to be monitoring generally, but it is a KPI that you can attach to as a way of monitoring your bookkeeper. Another, the third option, the third option, idea, suggestion for a KPI for a bookkeeper is how many mistakes they make. Now, this is a trickier one because that does mean that you need to monitor, review the processing and the data entry they're doing, the reconciling, to make sure that the figures are where you expect them to be. So one way you could do that is at the end of every month when your bookkeeper provides you with the profit and loss and balance sheet, hopefully you are getting those reports on a monthly basis, that they provide you with those reports or if not, you dive into your accounting system and pull them out for yourself. If you're using Xero, it's a really easy thing to do yourself. You don't really need the bookkeeper to do it for you. But then looking at the income lines and the expense lines, is there anything that looks not right to you? Is there a funny figure there that just doesn't make sense? You've got Maybe there's a number in general expenses. Preferably, everything should be allocated to something else. The general expenses or sundry supplies or sundry expenses, miscellaneous costs, any of those general numbers, preferably don't have any numbers in them. So the idea is that you're looking for any of those and why has your bookkeeper put something there as opposed to putting it in where it belongs perhaps, or asking the question about where it should belong. It might be, I had a situation once where consulting fees were very high and we delved into it and found out that the an insurance premium had been put to consulting fees. No idea why, just accidental, not sure, could have been a mistyping of the account code, who knows. But it was in the wrong place. It belonged in insurance. So it's having a look at and perhaps asking your bookkeeper to provide you with the detail, the ledger detail. Just ask, if you don't need to know necessarily what that is or what it looks like, but ask them to provide you with the ledger detail for the month when you're looking at your end of month and just run your eyes down the list. If you pay your accountant and your bookkeeper, are they in accounting, bookkeeping, consulting? You know, consistency is important. So you're looking for, if you have a pay your bookkeeper and you always call it consulting or contractor fees or something like that, that's fine as long as that's always where it is. But if one month they put it in accounting or created a code called bookkeeping, you need to, that's where it's not in the right place. So looking for consistency of where things are posted. And part of that then is identifying how many transactions you've identified 
that were not in the right place. And then the goal then is for you to be working with your bookkeeper to monitor that and say, this month there were five things in the wrong place. We need to get that to zero. So the challenge for your bookkeeper next month is to get it less than five so that it's always coming down in value. And I have a helicopter going overhead, so I'm not sure how much you can hear that, but it might get a little noisier before it disappears, not to worry. The main thing, as I say, is to find a few things like that. So making sure that things are being done in a timely manner, and you might look at other things that are processed as to how you can put a monitoring KPI on making sure things are done in a timely manner. If the bookkeeper does your invoicing, if they're entering all the bills to pay, how up to date are they? How many do they have not processed at the end of the day or the end of the week? Those kind of things are a good way to put some monitoring around what your bookkeeper is doing without you having to know how to do the bookkeeping. Because that's the key, right? It's not about you doing the bookkeeping. It's about making sure your bookkeeper is doing it right for you. Test those out. Do let me know. I'd love some feedback as to whether that is helpful for you in working with your bookkeeper. Thanks for tuning into the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast show with Amanda Fisher. Clearly, Amanda's mission is to help business owners just like you to read and understand your business numbers. As well as this fantastic weekly podcast, Amanda has published a pile of books, created online courses, and she runs one-to-one and group mentoring sessions and workshops. To find out more about how you can work with Amanda Fisher, go to www.amandafisher.com.au. Now, don't forget to subscribe to the show to make sure you don't miss a single episode. And Amanda would love it if you left a great review. So until next time, make those numbers count.